just about do it. The Phoenix is ready to fly off into the sunset. We've had a good time. We shared some laughs. We've listened to some good tunes. And hey, 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 what's the story here, kid? Yeah, I see you have the vanilla Coke. I asked you that like half an hour ago. Did you not miss the little god sign outside that says on air? Huh? Oh, you don't know what on air means, I guess. Well, maybe I need to sit you down and teach you a thing or two about what on air means. Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Run. They all run. You know what? You can't outrun these guys. They're the fastest skaters in the Midwest region. New guy in the block up next. on the block only on Zima Podcasting Network. Welcome back to the final episode of season 1 for New Guy on the Block. I'm your host as always Graham Zima. Thank you for joining us. We're back for one last big episode here. It's going to be one of our longer episodes to wrap up the first season. It's been a real pleasure uh, doing this thing. I've learned so much in just a short amount of time, and and um, I really do appreciate everybody that's that's stuck with us so far and that's gotten to this last episode with us. So I appreciate everybody, um, whether you've you know listened on Apple Podcasts, shared it on any one of your social media handles, your contribution has really made all the difference. With that being said, let me introduce to you my panel for this episode. As always, we have sitting to my right here, Dylan Deacon. How you doing today, Dylan? Good. How are you, Graham? Doing pretty solid. Good. Thank you for coming back again. My pleasure. We also have my good friend, Charlie Arpin, sitting across from me. How you doing today, Charles? Real good. Real good. Fantastic. And we have a returning guest for this last episode here, Dylan Depry. Welcome back to the program, my friend. Chillin', chillin'. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, like I said, this is the last episode for the first season, um, so we're going to make this one the best one yet. We're going to be talking about really two major things, and they probably will cross in some way, shape, or form. That is going to involve skate culture, something we've kind of touched on in these earlier episodes, but I want to kind of discuss the issues that you guys have with skateboard culture. Uh, We'll be talking definitely about Thrasher and some of these bigger... um, companies that have popularized skateboarding and and some of the problems that they've brought upon. And then last, um, we're going to be talking about your experience with skateboarding in the sense of the satisfaction that you get about skateboarding. 
you know, through all of the trials and tribulations that this sport presents, I really want to get a sense for that feeling when you make a skate video, when you land a trick that you've been working on for a period of time. So we'll be getting into all of that here on the final episode. But first things first, Charlie, I want to discuss this with you first and foremost, and that is involving um, the passing away of one of Thrasher's key members back in March of 2019. Uh, if you want to give some context, then we'll, we'll kind of go from there as to what exactly happened. Oh, about happened. the rant I had? Well, yeah. Uh, first of all, who did pass away? Oh, uh, Jake Phelps. Uh, he was the... Did he create it, too? He was the editor-in-chief. He, edit, he edited it. Yeah, he was, like, the face of it. If, if any... If any Thrasher person had was, any yeah. mascot, it was Jake Phelps, essentially. Like, he kind of just embodied the brand. Okay, and when, when he passed away, um, for people that don't know, you did go on a sort of social media tangent about what yeah, his I death did. meant to you and also made a broader statement about skateboarding culture in general, specifically with people like hype beasts that are repping Thrasher that have never actually skated in their entire life. What was going through your head when you made that initial post? Uh, first of all, I always, whenever like a celebrity dies, I always like to preface it with like, I didn't know the person. Uh, and that's like the difficult thing I have with like celebrity deaths is like with a musician or a skateboarder or any of it. It's like, they mean a lot to different people for different reasons. But in the end, it's like, I didn't know that person. So I can't, uh, when I rant about Jake Phelps, it's, I think there's a certain like stigma that comes with people posting about celebrity deaths on social media. Like, well, they meant more to me. You know what I mean? Like to the, another person that posts about them. But for me, uh, Jake Phelps always seemed like kind of an asshole. <laughs> I think, I think we can maybe see that. True. He seemed, yeah. True. Seemed like kind of an asshole. He's like punk rock. He yeah. Is, he just doesn't yeah. give a shit. No. Yeah. He just kind of, he's blunt, but, uh, he always embodied Thrasher to me. And when you're repping Thrasher, you're also, repping Jake Phelps and what skateboarding truly is, I think. Cause he just is like a human skateboard. Like he just is, he's punk, he's dirty, he would skate pools. Like he just represents a skateboarder to me. And, uh, I just think that like when he died, I got more frustrated when I'd see these stupid bimbos at UWM wearing thrasher hoodies. Cause it's like, you don't have any fucking idea what that really means like what are you what are you wearing that for i wear thrasher because it symbolizes who i am and then the, there's these like stupid hoes that are just like wearing this for like the fashion statement or the fact that like it makes them cooler because they're associating themselves with something like skateboarding which is cool now to people because it definitely is pushed into the mainstream pretty heavy these days and it's, there's like girls I know that are like, I think skater boys are so hot. And it's like, well, you don't know what we're really about. Like, you just don't get it. Uh, so yeah, I got really pissed off because it's like, I wanted to call these people out and be like, do you know who Jake Phelps is? Do you know what this company is, represents? And, and why are you fucking wearing this if this isn't, I mean, it might seem a little extreme, but I just was like really pissed off about the whole situation. He's passionate. You're passionate about the culture, bro. You're just saying uh, what's on yeah, everyone's you're, mind, you're, though. Yeah. 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 Did you get any backlash for that? No. No, no, no. All my friends. I mean, that's my second Instagram page. So I just bullshit. <laughs> I post stupid shit half the time. Uh, so no. I mean, I just follow my, my friends follow me, really. So it's like, it was fine. You know, but I still, there's still, there's a girl at work that like comes into work with like, I call her out on it every time. 
I guess one of her uh, good friends dated a skater, and this guy gave this girl all of his shirts, and then when they broke up, she was like, I don't want these. You can have them. So this girl I work with acquired these shirts, and she'll like come to work with this like cut-off, tattered, fucking awesome shirt. And it's like a sick shirt, and it's got like Tyshawn and Kevin Bradley on it. And I'm just like, oh, cool shirt. Do you know what that is? Yeah. And she's just like, no, nah, I was just giving it. And it's like, well. It's like people yeah. who wear Nirvana shirts and never have heard. Yeah. It's the same situation. Or they are in pub as you are and he smells like tea. Yeah, exactly. I know their entire work. It's the same situation. And I think the worst was, this was at my last job. A girl came in sporting a Milwaukee shirt. Phase two skate shop shirt. And I remember going up there and like being really hyped that I, I'd seen someone, you know, wearing a Milwaukee shirt. And I'm like, that's so sick. Where'd you get that? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I just like found it at my friend's house. And I'm like, oh, do you know what that, like, what that is? And she's like, Milwaukee. And I was like, no, like, look at the back. It says phase two skate shop on it. Like, did you not see that? Like, I wish, I don't know. And I'm cool that she's repping that, I guess, more than like a thrasher thing. But still, it's like, I just, I got to know what I'm repping. Well, exactly. You mentioned the whole, the girlfriend of somebody who, does skate and they were sort of wearing like isn't it funny how that that happens not just in skating but you'll see that like they'll start dating somebody and this goes for you know men or women they'll start dating somebody and then they think that they're part of that environment and sure yeah they might encounter a lot of the friends and 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 the colleagues and the people that you sort of interact with on a day-to-day basis but they're not really part of that world they don't understand it like you were kind of mentioning charlie no but Um, dylan's lucky because he's got a skater Skater girlfriend. Well, yeah, that's yeah. there's yeah. the exception <laughs> in situations like that. Where no, that's part of it. Low key for the longest time, and still to this day, my number one rule is you never bring your girlfriend to the skate park. Really? It's true. Yeah, that's, if, that's if, a big if, thing. If she, yeah. if she really isn't about it, like sitting around for three hours watching you get beat up and possibly having to sit there and film on your phone <laughs> for three hours, then don't like it it just causes problems some girlfriends are about it though some who don't even no yeah i know i've had girlfriends that were super about it and they'll cruise around the park and stuff if you're about it and you're trying you're having fun like that's cool but normally like people like that's like parents they don't want to sit at the skate park they're just sitting reading a magazine or something you know so so dylan you have a girlfriend that also skates yes okay she's dope (laughs) <laughs> Shouts out. She's got a me. Shout out to Anna. <laughs> <laughs> What's that been like for you? Do you go like how much do you talk about skating within your relationship? Or Decent amount. Just... Well, like Tuesday mornings, if we're off, we'll watch like Skate Line and stuff, which is pretty rad. <laughs> it's pretty so... fun. Yeah, like we'll watch skate stuff. And I mean, she hasn't skated in a while. She's been busy with work, but like she's probably skated in about a month. But when we would skate, it's fun. It's it's a little weird because just bringing your girlfriend to a sesh, but. It's, it's different because she's actually like, if it, if I wasn't there, she'd be skating anyway. You guys call each other out in your, you know, <laughs> shortcomings in, in terms of skating. Oh, yeah, all the time. She other? gets mad about it. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that, goes <for> all, <laughs> that goes for all of you. Do you guys, um, you know, beyond like just relationships, like friendships at the skate parks, are you guys ever open with each other about like if you see, you know, let's say Dylan, you see any Dylan here, uh, you see Charlie not doing something right and you want to point that out to him, do you take the initiative to do so? Yeah, in a joking manner. In a joking manner? Yeah, okay. I think, I think yeah. it's how it's casual. 
Usually I just say like you blew it. Yeah, or, or yeah. I'll say or I'll say something stupid. I'll be like, flick it like you mean it. Like if you're yeah. not flicking a trick long enough, I'll just say something funny. It kind of depends on the mood the person's into. True. If they're like battling a trick, then I'll like go over and be like, hey dog, okay, no, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like the coach, the cool coach, like, hey, which I think you need to like maybe go a little faster and pop a little harder. And they'll be like, oh, okay. But you know, if they're it's just kind of they missed it and you're like, dog. Yeah, something like that. Just a joking manner. Yeah, I I don't try to go out of my way to coach my friends. I've never had, yeah, like I've never had a problem somebody giving me a tip here or there, but like I I don't, if I see some random kid just trying something, I'll be like, uh, you know, it depends. Depends on the kid. Yeah, it depends. If he's about it and he's doing his thing, but if he's just being a little asshole kid, I won't talk to him. You're welcoming to it as long as it's productive and it actually isn't just somebody trying to show off their skate knowledge. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Charles can do, um, uh, put in for this I do skate camps at Cream City and Charles came along for the last week I did it and you could tell like there's some kids we were even talking about like he's not gonna stick with it he won't just by like looking at him and telling and then there's this one kid who was one of his first times ever skating and we were like he he's gonna stick with it because you could just tell that he was like a cool kid and he was about it and this is the way he approached it sometimes I'll like break like because we're teaching kids easier tricks there's none of these kids are doing like crazy crazy tricks so we're all teaching them the basics so sometimes just running through the basics will help me as a skater just being like teaching a kid how to ollie and just doing a bunch of ollies in a row it's like when was the last time i did 15 ollies in a row just that simplicity of the fundamentals yeah Yeah. so it's fun um sometimes the kids get a little little hard but most of the time the kids are really cool they're really cool they're about it they're they're doing their thing. But every once in a while, like we were talking, we had a we've had a kid like last week who we just knew he was just like not about it. No. We could just tell he was just like the way he approached skating, I guess. So you just don't think he's gonna stick with it though? No, he just didn't you could tell he didn't care. He was like easy things. He was just like freaking out about it being like scary. And we're like, it is scary, but you gotta do it anyway. And How new just, was he to skating? Like relatively new? No, to- his dad said he skated for two years. Oh really? He, okay. wouldn't, he wouldn't try any new tricks. Yeah, he just wouldn't yeah. try anything new and he just wanted to just he didn't really care to be there. I think it was his dad more pushing him to do it because his dad used his to His dad skate. calls him a grom. Mm, <laughs> it's like yeah. he wasn't a grom. See, yeah. that's the difference. Like you can't push somebody to skate. Like it's a you you gotta wanna do it. And that's coming up more and more in, like, the skate culture, though. I see yeah. that more now that, like, people are getting older with skating. People who skated in the 90s, 80s, and 90s. You can see them now trying to get their kids into it. And I talked to uh, I talked to one ramp builder a few years ago about that. He approached a dad, and he was like, if your dad did this to you at a skate park, would you want to be here? And he's like, no. And he's like, exactly. Because it's true. Like, dads, like, I see, like, people pushing their kids. And it's like, that's part of the things that attracted me to skating was that no one pushed me to yeah. do it. So, no coach, no yeah. team, just you. So it's kind of seeing the kids coach. It's like some kids benefit from it, but a lot of times it's like, oh, that's kind of sad. Taken away from a whole part of skating. How many times throughout the course of your skating career have you debated quitting? Not often. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Okay. Never. Yeah, let's, I would say never. I've been super frustrated, but like, let's say you get a, a NAR injury and you're out for like more than a month. Oh, you miss it so bad. You, there's just like, it, oh man. It's it's a bummer. Like that's how I know I'll never I'll be that old guy at the park with knee pads just pushing around because yeah it's it's hard to quit. I love those guys though. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. my God. It's, they're it's a, they're full in, of life. They're, they're super yeah. inspiring. Yeah, they yeah. are. Just the dudes they're, are in their forties, just out there in the knee even, pads, dude, skating. Like, I love it, dude. Even like somebody today at work was like, "Is Tony Hawk even relevant?" I was like, "The dude's like fifty-two doing mig twists and stuff." He did a nine hundred at forty-nine. He was yeah. forty-nine years old and just it's did incredible. it. Incredible, so like. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, honestly, it's an addiction. 
I think about skateboarding yeah, almost addiction. all the time. Yeah, it's a healthy drug. addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, I've asked you this, uh, guest Dylan today, mm-hmm. um, I've asked you this uh, in other conversations we've had, like, is there a point that you think you'll ever give this up? I mean, obviously, there's going to be those physical limitations. Mm-hmm. You're going to get to a certain age where you literally just can't do it anymore. Yeah. But is that, is that something that you kind of worry about? Is that something that you think about? Or are you just sort of living in the moment, enjoying it while you can? Uh, I want to say no, but yes, I do worry about it. Because my body, like, let's let's be real. My family it doesn't have good joints, like onset arthritis already and stuff. So... Um, I probably won't be able to like do the stuff that I am doing. So that's why I'm just trying to go as hard as I can right now. So I guess living in the moment, but it really does like bum me out if I thinking about like not even being able to push around and stuff. Cause I know a couple kids who like one guy had like some kind of like bone disease and he's like, used to be super, super good. Like he could have, I feel like he, if he would have got out of Wisconsin and pushed himself a little harder, he would have made it. But, like, he ended up getting, like, a bone disease. Now he can't even barely, like, walk. So you're more about going balls to the wall while you can rather yeah. than, like, being conservative to preserve yourself and, and, and in- yeah. increase longevity? Well, it's, like, there's also, like, having a kid, having uh, more responsibilities with jobs and stuff like that. Like, I have an awesome career, and maybe I tailored it around skateboarding, kind of a more lenient job, but... Uh, Man, like I know a lot of guys who were really good that were always at the park. You know, once you have a kid, that's that's your life. There's a point where you can start bringing your kid to the skate park, but when you're not skating, or even just like girlfriends who don't want to come to the skate park or don't let you go, because I know guys who like their girlfriends won't let them skate, which is like I wouldn't be in that relationship. (laughs) Hell no, dude. Um, I almost wonder if that's like. The downfall of that relationship in, in some fashion totally. is like, oh, yeah. you know, there's a big that'd be a big downfall. I wanted to go back to the uh, the whole skate culture and some of the issues with it again. Was it 2015 when Thrasher was bought by Zoomies that this whole situation? I would say began? Around, I would say they weren't bought by him at that time. I'd say 15 was when you really started seeing people frequently wearing Thrasher it was around okay. that era. It was when I, you could always see people who didn't skate like here and there, but I started noticing it more and more in like 2014, 2015, where it became like a hype beast thing. And I have to figure social media had a huge play. Yeah. On this, ju- right? I think yeah. The, the first celebrity I saw wearing Thrasher was Justin Bieber. He had a, mm. he had like some shirts on like rappers too. Like rappers, you got to, yeah. you got their odd future was a big one. Like you, they, they were skating. They all skate they, though. They skated, yeah. but a lot of their fan base didn't, but they rocked what they rocked. So when they were rocking Thrasher and Supreme and stuff, like you, I'm not saying they were the ones, but that was a big factor. Yes. Everybody bumped. More people future. could see it. Well, cause not yeah. every like. A lot of my friends who are just like big fans of like contemporary rap music and hip hop music, like they wanted to watch Blessed with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. They, half of them don't even know Supreme's Skate Company. And, and I do. No, like a lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot Rapper, of people don't. Rappers that. like that, yeah, they definitely brought Supreme into the mainstream. And that honestly kind of almost was the start of this, like skating being so relevant. Have culture. You, you could I've, say Nike did something like yeah, Nike and Adidas, yeah. even New Balance. Like, come on, Vans too. Everyone like, the just big four. A, yeah, everyone just getting a piece of it. Yeah, lot of lot of money going around. 
Have any of you confronted somebody in person about wearing Thrasher? I mean, I, I know you, Charlie, had mentioned that you had you call people out. I'm just from like, time if, time, if I like slightly know them, I'll just like give give them shit. Okay, no like aggressive no. confrontations at all. Okay. I'm not that mad. Okay. <laughs> there was this one kid in high school. He claimed he skated, and I know he didn't because he was just a hick. And uh, <laughs> he always had this girl shirt that he got from like his friend, and I was like, I remember we wore it on the same day, and he was like. Why are you wearing the same shirt as me? I was like, dude, you don't even skate. Like, shut <laughs> up. And he was like, yeah. Was like, That's probably the only time I've ever really called somebody out for something. But you can tell. You can tell when people aren't skaters. Like, yeah. just look at their shoes. That's a good indicator right there. It's true. Yeah. 100%. We're kind of getting towards the end here. Uh, so I do want to kind of touch on something that really, I think, encompasses this show as a whole. And I, I first off, I want to thank everybody. You know, all you guys for for coming out here. Also, want to give a big uh, shout out to Other Graham uh, for for making an appearance as well. Um, I mean, this has been just super eye opening to me. Even in just four episodes, the whole reason I got into this show in the first place was uh, hoping to expand my knowledge about something that I've been surrounded by my entire life, but never really gotten into. And so to now have this new perspective, uh, I, I really just appreciate it. So that's that's my first thing here. Um, but also, uh, it, that feeling of skateboarding, this will be sort of the, a last note I want to kind of leave people with. That feeling when you are riding that skateboard and everything in the world feels right. Talk about that feeling for you. Like, what's going through your head? Is anything going through your head at all? Or are you just completely immersed in the moment? I'll start with you. Dang. Dylan, across that from me. That is a super tough question because... I don't know when I'm on the board and like it's feeling right and I'm just like landing tricks. I don't know. It's just it's it's super. I don't even know how to explain it. It just like feels a drug. So, yeah. It just feels <laughs> like you. There's there's the days where you might not be getting all your tricks, but there's those days where you're just on fire and those days are just like the best. Like literally the biggest confidence booster. What yeah. is skate? What is skating given to you, Dylan? Oh man, it's definitely shaped who I am as a person. I definitely know I would have went. Uh, probably did some more illegal, more illegal stuff than what I, you know, did growing up. I feel like I would have went down a more bad path um, with the people I was hanging around with, and skateboarding kept me kind of in line. And uh, I just met a lot of dope people, and it just—I don't know—it shaped the way I am. Uh, I definitely am not a quitter. I will fight until I'm like battered, you know. So that's great. How about you, Charlie? Uh, it's given me so many friends, so many opportunities, so many experiences. Lake Owen Camp, you know, mm -hmm. like stuff like that. Definitely. Like just these. As someone that isn't in sports, it's given me an experience that I think the way that like a person who plays high school football all four years probably values, if they had a great time, they probably value that experience a lot, you know? And it's it's almost like the same type of thing where it's like being involved in something, even if it isn't structured and coached like a team sport, like growing up with it and doing it now, like it's, it's just my life. It basically revolves around skating too because it's like what, before I start work for the week, it's like what days do I have off? What time am I making to skate on those days off? So crafting your life around it. Yes. True. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love that. How about you, Dylan? Um, skateboarding's just given me, honestly, a sense of purpose. I was such a loner in high school. I didn't talk to anyone in my high school. Like I said in all the earlier episodes, it was 
I was the only skateboarder in my high school. So when I went to a skate park, I had friends for once. I had just a purpose. I had something to do. I had confidence. It made me who I was and I wanted to keep doing that. It's given me, you know, given me endless job opportunities. It's given me friends. It's given me just so much. I travel just my whole life. I feel like I can dedicate to skateboarding. I mean, that's the great thing about passions. I mean, that's the kind of thing we're talking about. You know, we can be insecure in all other aspects of life, financially, relationships, all that stuff. But there's always that one thing, you know, music, mm-hmm. in this case, skateboarding, Definitely. any type of sport, whatever it is, any activity where that's your thing. Like that, you may be, not know shit about anything else in this world, but that is the one thing that you know that you can, you can hold yourself to and you can be confident in and own. All right, guys. Well, this has been a pleasure. Um, like I said before, I mean, this has been a tremendous experience. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out here and uh, and really giving me a great time and, and and teaching me a few things. And I hope we can continue this on the line and, and, and do this all again sometimes, which actually leads me to my next thing. If you want to hear a season two, I almost said see, but um, hear a season two. Uh, once again, be sure to share this show on social media. Also, go on to anywhere that you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Be that Spotify. Be that Apple Podcasts. Leave us rating and reviews. Really just get out there, spread the word, and and we'll do this all again. I mean, that's the goal here. We want to keep doing this. Um, so it's really in the hands of you, the listeners at home, uh, to make that all possible. And so, uh, and I also want to, once again, thank all the listeners that do make this possible in the first place, that are listening and contributing. Um, last thing. We'll go around the table, give social plugs one more time, and uh, then we'll call it a day. At DaleyWiller920, follow me on Instagram. Uh, shout out my boy, Adam Dross up in Green Bay, OTC Skate Shop. Um, you know, all the local shops, Phase 2, Sky High. Make sure to check out our video, Broke Off, 2019, baby. All right. How about you, Charlie? Yeah, make sure to uh, again check off the video. Check out the video when it comes out. I forgot to add this. Our previous video is on YouTube uh, that Jeremy, our boy Jeremy, made. It's called Void. Look up Void full video. It'll show up. I've got a lot of footage in there. Dylan himself, Dylan Deacon, has a clip in there too, and all the other friends uh, that we've been mentioning stories about and whatnot. It's a pretty fun time. Uh, and yeah, Market Phase Two as always. Love you. Yep. Fantastic. How about you, Dylan? Um, always, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Dylan underscore Deacon. You see some of my skating and all these guys are skating. Um, and just all, again, the local scene, Sky High, Phase 2, Repping the local City, scene as always. We love up it. In, uh, up in Green Bay, Jabasso. That's all I have for shout-outs. Awesome. Well, I love the fact that you do rep that local scene and, and really all you guys do because that is the new generation of skaters. I want to thank High Five Studio once again for hosting this show and uh, making all this possible. Also, Zero Undiscovered uh, for also making this possible, creating all of our video content. Be sure to check out Zima Podcasting Network. We have a bunch of shows there. We have about 10 shows now on the network, so you have a lot to choose from. They hit all different types of genres, and you can find them wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on social media. Outside of that, it's been a great first season. This is New Guy in the Block. I am your host, Graham Zima. We'll see you here next time.